Good day, everybody. It's great to have you with me today and kind of laughing right now because I've just spent uh, the last half hour recording this only to find out I forgot to turn the mic on <laughs> as I thought I was finished. Found out there is nothing but dead air on the recording. Anyways, thanks for being with me. The title of today's lesson is The Burden We Bear. And uh, as I've been trying to do, often these uh, podcasts are going to be tying in uh, issues from or lessons from Sunday uh, to help us take things further. Because at the end of the day, what is really important is not just what we know, but how we live, how we apply what we know. And on Sunday, we did a, a lesson entitled Invest in Rest. And all about how we need to spend time and, and create space for God in our life. Because if you're anything like me, our lives are incredibly busy, incredibly burdened down by so many expectations and desires and things we want to try to accomplish and do. And, you know, on Sunday, we had a great service, a joint service with uh, Hamilton and Newmarket, Ottawa, Montreal, so far up to, to get time with those guys. And, and it was awesome. Good time. And it was great to, to see uh, Manuel and Manuela from Montreal doing the opening in English and French. I met them over a decade ago when they were part of the Edmonton Church. And good to see that they're doing well. And also to, to see uh, 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 the couple at the end, and I'm spacing Frank and his wife. Uh, he serves as an elder in Newmarket, but seeing their faces, it was great to, uh, to see them. The Cedros, there you go. And it was just a good time. But, you know, I wanted to build on our lesson about investing. And we talk about things that we invest in our life every day. We invest in our health, whether we go to gyms and pay memberships or go for long walks, and our diet, trying to eat healthy. We invest in relationships and pursuing that, that person that has caught our eye and, and the time and effort we put into that, the emotional energy. Uh, you think about relationships in our marriages and our families and, and how much we invest in that. Think about education and how much money and time is spent on pursuing education. What about a career? The time and effort and energy, the long hours, the overtime, the, the learning and going to school online at night so we can get ourselves in a better position to get that promotion. We invest in wealth and possessions and and I talked about our rate on return in our investments, our ROI, and is it working out the way we had hoped? And a question we've got to ask ourselves when it comes to what we're investing in, what is our long-term goal? What is our long-term plan? Where do we see ourselves? And I talked about how life, if we took it on a timeline and we looked at our life on this planet, it will be but a speck in eternity. And so the real question is, what are we investing in long term? You know, in the lesson, I spoke a few scriptures out of the book of Ecclesiastes, which is an incredible book to study, to learn, I think can be so fit fitting for today in this day and age. But there was a passage that I came to that I didn't share on Sunday that caused me to pause. And it's Ecclesiastes chapter 1 in verse 13. And it says, I decided to carefully and thoroughly examine all that has been accomplished on earth. I concluded God has given people a burdensome task that keeps them occupied. 
You know, the Bible says that God has given us an incredible burden. And as I meditated on that, I, I was trying to understand what does this mean? And as I was reading and thinking and meditating more and more, I started thinking about my own life and the various things that have gone on. And I think of, well, what is a burden? You know, we have our idea of it. So I just wanted to go to a dictionary to look it up. And it really, it simply says a load and usually a typically heavy load that we, that we carry and a duty or misfortune that causes worry, hardship, or distress. And you start thinking about the burdens that are in our lives. And it says, God has put this heavy burden on us. And as I thought more about it, I thought if you are starting to make your purpose and meaning in life the pursuit of one of these challenges that we have, it can become an incredible burden because we're always seeing and wanting more. We always have, but want more. And I wrote this down and I thought, when we're looking for meaning or purpose in life through chasing things that are temporary and fading, it will become incredibly heavy. Again, let me share this. Looking for meaning or purpose in life through chasing things that are temporary and fading can be a heavy burden in life. And so the author in Ecclesiastes is trying to help us understand that really the, the thing that is important is understanding and knowing God. But as I was thinking about this passage, it caused me to think of something Jesus had shared in the Gospel of Matthew. And in Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Do you feel weary and burdened? What is causing that weariness or that burden? Jesus says if we bring it to him, he will give us rest, which ties into Sunday's lesson, investing in rest. But in verse 29, he says, take my yoke on you and learn from me because I am gentle and humble in heart. You'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my load is not hard to carry. You know, as we look at this passage, Jesus says to take his yoke upon us. Now a yoke, as we would understand, that is that wooden harness that would tie two animals together who would help pull a burden, to pull a cart, to plow a field, to do some sort of work. But in the time of Jesus, that idea of being yoked also tied into a teacher or a rabbi yoking themselves to a student to teach them. And so Jesus is saying, look, at yoke yourself to me, tie yourself to me, learn from me. Let me be your rabbi. Let me be your teacher. And not only will I be your teacher, the burden that I'm bringing will actually be light for you to bear. It's not going to be heavy. Because when I teach you, when I demonstrate for you, I will be gentle and humble at heart. You know, that's the lesson that we're called to learn. To be tied in a relationship with our teacher or our rabbi. And the key here, 
Jesus says, I am gentle and humble in heart. You know, as I thought about that, I think about God's words that he has mercy and demonstrates grace to us. That is the type of teacher, the type of rabbi that Jesus is. Showing mercy and showing grace, humble and gentle at heart. You know, I'd asked a few brothers and sisters what this passage meant to them. And a number of things came back, but there's some some consistencies that came back. One is we live in a fallen world, and we're literally like the hamster on the hamster wheel, just running, running aimlessly, trying to get ahead, but getting really nowhere. And as I think of that, I, I think of chasing that carrot, and we think, we, hey, we got a little bit more, a little bit more, and we think we're doing well, but we really aren't getting ahead at all. You know, one sister responded, she said, I think about my relationship with God, with Jesus, and how it gives me rest for my soul in the times of trouble that the world brings forward. Another one was just talking about carrying our cross for Jesus. And that carrying that cross for him is far less burdensome than carrying the burdens of the world. And that Jesus will give us direction and help. You know, we could go through a number of these, and they are all similar. You know, that Jesus is yoking himself with us and helping us pull the workload, the burden that we have. And that we need to learn from his example in his relationship with God. You know, as I was thinking through this, I was thinking about three different types of burdens that we face. One is the burden the world offers us the shiny things to make us think that we will be happy, but not realizing the price and the cost. And then there's what the Lord says here in Matthew 11, that, hey, there's a burden and there's a yoke that he will provide for us, but it will be light and not very heavy because he's going to help us carry it. But then I thought of something else. And I thought of the religious facade that we often can play. And what I mean by that is we wear our Christianity and we talk about all the right things, but we bring the expectations of the world into our Christianity. We bring the expectations of the world into our church. And what happens is we begin to put a heavy burden on one another to live up to certain standards. And we may not even be living up to them ourselves, but we expect others to live up to them. And we will often show mercy and grace. We will be gentle and humble at heart towards non-Christians, towards neighbors who we hardly know. Yet we'll have unhealthy expectations of our brother and sister who have sacrificed everything to follow Jesus. I think of times I've met people who've walked away from the church, walked away from Christianity, who seem much happier in their life. And I thought, that's just a facade they're putting on because they know what they've given up. And I've tried to live and help myself feel better about myself because, well, that's not really true. But only to see that they are much happier. And I believe they become much happier, not because they're right and they have eternity to look for, but all the unhealthy expectations of the church, all the unhealthy expectations we as Christians put on one another are gone, and they feel less burdened. 
You know, I want us to go back and look at Matthew 11. Are we being examples of Christ in being gentle and humble at heart? Are we removing the plank out of our own eye before we strive to remove the speck from our brother or sister? Are we showing grace and mercy? Do we go back down and understand that this person has made a decision to give up everything to follow Christ? You know, I think that's something we need to consider. I think that is part of that creating space and listening for God. You know, as I conclude our time together today, I want us to go over to Exodus 14, verse 13 and 14. You know, in the context of this passage, the Hebrews have now left Egypt. They are wandering and they are stopped by a wall of water called the Red Sea. And as they turn around, here comes the most powerful army on the planet, Egypt. Imagine how you'd feel. They are angry. They are mad. And they're coming to destroy you. And you've got no place to go. Imagine the burden that you'd feel on your heart. The anxiety. The fear. And then God tells Moses to share this with the Hebrews. And Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, will you will never see them again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. You know, on Sunday, I talked about how we need to be intentional in creating space for God's voice. I think it's something we've got to plan on and put into practice because we get inundated by so much. There's so much news. There's so much anger. There's so much frustration out there. There's so much misinformation that comes our way. And then there's just the burden of day-to-day living, paying the bills, taking care of things, dealing with our health concerns, all the stuff that all of us go through on a daily basis. We've got to be intentional in creating space to understand this life is not what we're living for. This life is not what gives us meaning and purpose. But we live for something greater, something better. And that we should help one another and lift each other's arms up. And know that no matter how challenging times may be at any given moment, to just be still. And know that the Lord is fighting for you. The Lord is fighting for us. We just only need to be still and trust in his gentleness, trust in his humility, trust in his grace and his mercy, and let God help us carry our burdens in this life. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a blessed week.